clean-cut Ethan Hawke broke his golden rule to never play an irredeemable villain by starring in The Black Phone. It proved to be a promise worth breaking. I'm Stephen Archibald and welcome to my film podcast. listener welcome back to my podcast they came from within cult movie reviews hanging on the telephone the black phone 2021 directed by scott derrickson the black phone is a genuinely unsettling horror movie with supernatural elements in which ethan Hawke gives one of the best performances of his career which is all the more remarkable when you consider he had to spend much of the time with his face behind an eerie mask. So much of it is down to the chilling way in which he moves his head and body, or when it doesn't move at all for that matter. The effect is quite awesome. Hawk stars as the grabber, a child abductor and murderer. Yes, villainous roles don't come more extreme than this. However, the heart and soul of the movie is taken by a couple of young siblings, who you will find yourself rooting for to the very end. They are Finney Blake, who's played by Mason Thames, and his little sister Gwen, who's portrayed by Madeline McGraw, who was 12 years old at the time of filming. To say they are terrific in their parts is an understatement. Their performances were no doubt enhanced by working opposite the fine character actor Jeremy Davies. In the movie, Davies portrays their abusive, alcoholic father Terence. His screen CV includes roles in Saving Private Ryan and the US version of Solaris with George Clooney. On TV, he is best known for being in Lost and for picking up an Emmy as outstanding guest actor in a drama through appearing in Justified. The fractious relationship he has with his screen children raised the level of the performances of all three actors. And with Terence's wife deceased, you just know he's a broken man who wants desperately to reconnect with his kids. Despite support from his friend Robin, a role taken by the actor Miguel Cazares Mora, Finney finds himself being bullied at school. But his problems pale into insignificance when the grabber starts taking children from his school. I won't go into the plot much further. Suffice it to say that both Finney and Gwen have differing psychic abilities, which may or may not help them during the course of the film. And the film's title refers to the device which enables one of the characters to communicate with the dead. The movie is set in Denver in the year 1978. The era is captured perfectly 
and, despite the dark nature of the picture, I got a bit of a nostalgia kick from it. In tone and feel, the movie is reminiscent, at times, of Brian De Palma's great 1976 movie Carrie, which isn't altogether surprising, seeing as that horror classic was based on the debut novel by the great Stephen King, and this film is an adaptation of a short story by King's son Joseph, who works under the pseudonym Joe Hill. Hill is a very successful novelist in his own right. His work includes Horns, which was published in 2010, and made into a movie with Daniel Radcliffe in 2014, and Nosferatu, which was published in 2013, and made into a TV series in 2019. I guess it was inevitable that Joe would turn out to be a talented writer. When you consider that his mother Tabitha is a respected author too. The director, Scott Derrickson, ended up focusing his energies on this project after he left helming the Doctor Strange sequel, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, over creative differences. Derrickson and Ethan Hawke had worked together before on the popular 2012 horror movie Sinister, and Derrickson certainly has a flair for the genre, seeing as he also directed The Exorcism of Emily Rose in 2005 and Deliver Us From Evil in 2014. Plus, he served as director on Doctor Strange in 2016. Scott Derrickson co-wrote the screenplay with C. Robert Cargill. The two men haven't already shared writing duties on Sinister, Sinister 2 and Doctor Strange. Here's hoping any future collaborations bear equally creative results. The special effects in the black phone are mostly low-key, but imaginatively employed, which only adds to it feeling like a movie actually made in the late 1970s. The film isn't particularly heavy on the blood and gore. The emphasis is much more on psychological dread and jeopardy. For this reason, the young cast members, especially Madeleine McGraw, must have had to be handled with considerable care. This concern sprang in my mind whilst I was watching the scene in which a deeply distressed Gwen witnesses her brother being attacked by their father. It is genuinely disturbing. Wilmington, in North Carolina, was used for filming locations, even though it represents a suburb of Denver on the screen. The story really resonated with Scott Derrickson, as his own childhood was spent in Denver, Colorado, and he too had a few unnerving experiences in his distant past. A next-door neighbour of his was murdered. Derrickson has even spoken about how he ended up sharing a brief phone conversation with one of the Manson family murderers, And let's not overlook the fact that the notorious Ted Bundy passed through Denver at one stage. Speaking of Bundy, the grabber's serial killing traits 
are based on him, Jeffrey Dahmer and John Wayne Gacy. The Black Phone was awarded the Best Horror Film at both the Saturn Awards of 2022 and at the Hollywood Critics Film Awards of 2023. The legendary prosthetic makeup artist Tom Savini designed the Grabber's Masks with Colossum Studios. Filming took place between the 9th of February and the 27th of March 2021. The movie went on general release in the United States on the 24th of June 2022. The Black Phone has so much going for it. It's scary, it's atmospheric, it's moving. I'm so glad it proved to be a commercial and critical hit. To my lovely Facebook listeners, please occasionally dip into my content online and please feel free to follow or subscribe. If you have any constructive comments or requests, please contact me on my email address archibaldstephen29 at gmail.com I'm Stephen Archibald and thanks again for listening to my podcast They Came From Within Cult Movie Reviews Take care and goodbye.